Dear friends, welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we have the incredible privilege of Parshas Yisro, and of course, center stage in this Parshas Kabbalah Satora, Sinaitic Revelation. Hakadosh Baruch Hu Kibyachol descends upon the mountain and gives us the Torah. Through the giving of the Torah, the Rebbe Shalom concretizes and solidifies his eternal bond with Am Yisrael. The Torah is not simply a book of laws. It is not simply a work of do's and don'ts, but the Torah represents the physical manifestation of the covenantal relationship between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Am Yisrael. I want to draw your attention to a fascinating detail. Uh, a, little, a, little, a little footnote in the story. So the Torah says as follows. This is in Parak Yotas, Pasak Yudzayin, chapter 19, verse 17. So the truth is, it's, it's actually beautiful imagery. The Rebono Shal Olam led Klal Yisrael out of the camp to the mountain, to the base of the mountain, in order to greet HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You know, the Gemara explains that Har Sinai was like a chuppah, it was like a wedding. The Rebono Shalom was the chassan, was the groom, we Klal Yisrael are the kala. So in the imagery over here, you can see that almost like Moshe Rabbeinu, the patriarchal, the father figure of Klal Yisrael, leading out the kala, leading out the bride, to meet the chassan, to meet the groom HaKadosh Baruch Hu at the place of the chuppah. Where's the place of the chuppah? Har Sinai, Sechadosh Baruch Hu let us, excuse me, the Moshe Rabbeinu let us out. And literally, we set up camp. We set up camp at the base of the mountain. We know that again, by Har Sinai, Moshe Rabbeinu was able to go up, well, I should say even Aaron was able to go up, Aaron and Hor able to go up a certain amount. Moshe Rabbeinu was able to go up to the top of the mountain, but the general populace had to remain stationed at the base of the mountain. So the Pasuk telling us, that Moshe Rabbeinu led Klal Yisrael to the base of the mountain, and it is there that they experienced Matan Torah. The Gemara Masech Shabbos picks up on the interesting lashon Vayisyatzvu Betach Sahar. So literally translated, the way you can understand it is they camped Vayisyatzvu Betachtis. Tachtis can be mean at the base, but it could also mean underneath the mountain. And Rashi Hakadosh quotes the Gemara Masech Shabbos, and the Gemara says. What happened? <clears throat> HaKadosh Baruch Hu uprooted the mountain and he suspended it over us like a barrel. And of course, this is this dynamic in Matan Torah that as much as we said, as much as we willingly accept the Torah, and not only was there a woeful acceptance, but Nasevanishma is like blind obedience, blind commitment. We'll do, we're in, we're in. What does it say? What does it entail of us? We'll figure that out later. As much as there was a Nasev and Ishma, there was an element of compulsion and Har Sinai as well. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu says the Gemara lifted up the mountain, uprooted the mountain, held it over us, and literally said, if you accept the Torah, mutav, wonderful, and if not, I'm going to drop the mountain on you and ultimately you're going to be buried underneath this mountain. And of course the commentaries scrambled on this and what is going on over here? If Kalal Yisrael already said, Nasev and Ishma, if there was a willing, a willful commitment, why the need for compulsion? And the Mepharshim advanced many different ideas. The Sisei Chum explains that Kalal Yisrael said, Nasev and Ishma, but then when they saw the fire and the smoke and the clouds, they got scared. They began to back up a little bit, maybe even ready to retract their commitment. At that point, the Chalash Baruch Hu says, no, you committed already, and threatens them again with dropping the mountain on them. The Maral of Prague and Gur Aryeh, explains so beautifully that as beautiful as Nasev and Ishma is, commitment to HaKadosh Baruch Hu has to come with an element of compulsion as well. Why? 
What happens if you wake up in the morning, right? We all have mornings we wake up, and you know what? It's not what they call a na'asevinishma morning. No, it's not. I, I am not ready to jump out of bed like a lion, like the Shulchan Aruch says. I'm not ready to embrace the day. I'm not ready to run to Davin. I'm not ready to run to learn. I'm exhausted. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. Na'asevinishma, that willful commitment is fantastic as long as you feel like it. But what happens on the days you don't feel like it? So ultimately, again, there's an element of compulsion by Har Sinai because HaKadosh Baruch Hu needs us to be invested in the relationship even when I don't feel like it. The truth is, if you think about it, it's the key to success in any life relationship. If a person says, I'm going to be a good husband when I feel like it, I'm going to be a good wife when I feel like it, a good father if I'm in the mood, a good friend if, if, if it's convenient for me, it's not a relationship. Relationships require complete commitment even when you don't feel like it. Relationships require a certain element of compulsion. I feel compelled to fulfill my role and my responsibilities even when I don't feel like it. As such, many of the commentaries, the Maral, amongst others, explain that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had to put this element of compulsion so that we would recognize we're committed to God on days that we feel like it, Nasev Anishma days, and even on non-Nasev Anishma days. But, there's a detail about this Gemara that always, that always intrigued me. The Gemara doesn't just simply say that Kafa Aleim Har, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he suspended the mountain over them. Rather, it says, Kafa Aleim Har Kigigis. HaKadosh Baruch Hu suspended the mountain over them like a barrel. Why, why the need for that detail? In other words, I, I got it. I, I see the imagery. He uprooted the mountain. He suspended it over their heads. And essentially, they have a choice. Commit or die. Commit or I dropped the mountain on you. But why, why did Chazal, why did the rabbis of the Gemara have to add in that phrase, kigigis, like a barrel? Perhaps what the Gemara is trying to impress upon us is the following. You know, Chavra, if you see a barrel and you take a look at it, somewhere to ask you, is the barrel heavy or is the barrel light? So the truth is, looking at it, you couldn't necessarily tell why. If the barrel is empty of contents, then the mice might be pretty light, pretty manageable. If it's filled with contents, then it might be impossible for a person to go ahead and lift it up. You see, when Klal Yisrael accepted the Torah and they said, Nasev perhaps in that moment, right after they committed, there was a little bit of what we call buyer's remorse. They're like, oh boy, what did we get ourselves into? What did we commit ourselves to? And the truth is, the real burning question is, could we really honor this commitment and live up to the expectations? Think about it. They just entered into a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the King of Kings, the, the entity that is above and beyond anything else in this universe. And we just said to him, we're in, we're in. We didn't even read the fight print. Whatever it is, we're in. It would be so logical to have some level of buyer's remorse and some level of jitters, of, of, of just fear. Can I do this or not? Perhaps what the Gemara is saying is as follows. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wasn't threatening us. But rather, what was HaKadosh Baruch Hu lifted up the mountain. The mountain represented the responsibility of Torah. The mountain represented the totality of the load of Torah. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, okay, I'm lifting it up. Now, I want you to bend your shoulder. Go underneath it and see if it's as heavy as you think it is. You see, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says that Torah is like that barrel. When you look at it from the outside, it's interesting. People look at the barrel and they assume it's filled with contents. Impossible. I can't lift it up. But then when you go over and you see, oh, it's not filled with anything. I can lift it up. I can shoulder it. A barrel is one of those things when from a distance, 
you say to yourself, impossible. But then as you get a little closer, you realize, eh, I can manage this. I can do this. Perhaps, kafalim harkegigis, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu suspended the mountain over us like a barrel, it wasn't a threat. It wasn't a threat. HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't need to threaten us. We already committed. Kafalim harkegigis was HaKadosh Baruch Hu's way of building up our confidence in ourselves. He lifted up the mountain, representing the totality of the responsibility of Torah. And he invited us to come underneath the mountain. And he said, my beautiful children, I'm going to lower it down on you. And why don't you see if you could manage it? Why don't you see if you could support it? Why don't you see if it's so overwhelmingly heavy? Or perhaps it's something that you could actually be successful with in life. And perhaps, Tribosham lowered the mountain down on us. He literally put it on top of us. And then we realized, Kigigis. It was like a barrel. But not the kind of barrel you can't lift. The kind of barrel you can lift. The Rebono Shal Olam suspended the mountain upon us and allowed us to shoulder it, not as a threat, but as a way of ultimately building up the confidence that we need to have in ourselves. That Torah, spirituality, relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Shulchan Aruch, Halacha, expectations, responsibilities, looked so overwhelming, so impossible. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, try it. Carry it, shoulder it, and we recognized that we could do it. We recognized that although it was a little bit heavy, and maybe at times very heavy, but far from impossible. And Chavra, what an incredible metaphor for our own lives as well, both in our personal lives. How often are we faced with opportunities, opportunities for growth and self-actualization, opportunities for advancement in all areas of life. And we see the opportunity in front of us and like the reflex of reaction is too heavy, too heavy, too hard, too difficult. I can't shoulder this. I can't do this. And we walk away and we walk away. And how many times as a nation do we face circumstances, the likes of which we have never experienced before, the likes of which that leave our head spinning and our hearts broken. And sometimes we wonder, sometimes when we don't articulate it, but sometimes we wonder, can we shoulder this? Can we be successful on this? Will we come out from this war intact? Will we come out from this war ultimately again being able to shoulder the load or having buckled right underneath it? And then we read Parshas Yisro and we read Kabbalah Satora and we read the phrase that we stood underneath the mountain and we are reminded that in that moment that we were ready to walk away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In that moment that we were ready to walk away from Torah, because we thought it was too heavy, too impossible, Yibosho invites us in and says, my children, before you run, before you run, try it. Before you walk away, shoulder it. Before you just turn the opposite direction, see if you could carry the load. And what a beautiful surprise it was thousands of years ago at Har Sinai. When Baruch Hu gently lowered the mountain onto our shoulders, and you know what? We had it. And to this very day, my dear friends, we are carrying that same mountain, not buckling underneath it, not, oh my gosh, gasping for air because it's suffocating us. We've been carrying that mountain for thousands of years, and we will continue to do so for all eternity. Because by Matan Torah, Kaddish Baruch Hu taught us that the things that look heavy and you're ready to run away from, just give it a try. In our personal lives, again, 
you're faced with an opportunity, don't run. Try, maybe it is too heavy. Maybe the barrel is too much and maybe you can't master this particular situation. But at least try to shoulder the opportunities of life. You have difficulty in relationships and you think, you know what, I can't solve it, so I'm not even gonna try to engage. Try, bend your shoulder, carry the mountain, and you never know what happens. And as a people, the last 113 days, I think that's what we're up to now, since October 7th, since Shemini Yatzar, Simchas Torah, have been overwhelming. And there have been moments when we feel like we are being crushed underneath the mountain of sorrow, of suffering, of difficulty, adversity, and challenge. But like our ancestors thousands of years ago, we bend our shoulders and we carry the load of our people. And we carry it with absolute certainty that the mountain won't break us. We are the people who carry mountains. We are the people who move mountains. That is our history, that is our present, and that is our future. The same way we were Zoha to begin to hold Har Sinai thousands of years ago, and we do so today. Maybe Zoha Mirat Hashem to lift the mountains, to lift the barrels of our personal lives and our national life of Am Yisrael as well. Wishing everyone a good Nerev Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.